And I will say it's my number one, like the worst thing I've ever done. Hi, this is Shannon and Kristen, and we're better known as the Vogel Twins. Yay! Woo! Okay, so today we are taking you to Patty Paris. Paris, the most romantic city in the world. Oh, that's what they say. I know. <laughs> not that it wasn't. No. But I'll tell you this. Believe it or not, Paris was not a place I actually wanted to go to. At I first. didn't care about it. Yeah. I didn't care about it. It wasn't as... Because I, I feel like everyone's like, oh my God, Paris. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, cool. You Paris know, is a cool. cool city, but it wasn't something that I ever had on my radar. But it wasn't on my top of my list. Let's yes. just... Let's, re- let's rephrase. Yeah. Every place is up. On my, on my list. list. Yeah. But there's like certain places that you're like, I have to go here. Yeah. Paris wasn't technically one of them for us. No. And the thing, and the reason why really that we even decided to go, she's probably like, why would you even go? Like, you bougie bitches, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like honestly, who you went to Paris know, right? and you're saying boo-hoo. you didn't want to go. I know, right? It really was because we were abroad and I was like, I don't know if I would just go on my own. Like, it's because we're so close, close. Yeah. that I, like, we, we should go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, like, I didn't know if I would. Yeah. And to be totally honest, like, we kind of preference before, Paris is known as like a romantic, romantic. getaway. Yeah. And I'm like, a romantic getaway with the my sister is like not something you picked her yeah so i like wasn't all like gun ho on it where i'm like we gotta make paris a part of our trip yeah but the timing would have it that we had like one free weekend mm-hmm. and we were like in all the places we were kind of deciding to go just the prices weren't really working or just yeah. like it just didn't pan out the way we wanted to and we're like you know what paris is a place like you just said yeah it's a spot that we wouldn't i at First, wouldn't think to go on my own. Yes. So let's just make a weekend getaway out of it. Let's mm-hmm. do it. So we booked Paris. And oh, and a total side note too. We were huge Moulin Rouge fans. Yes. Like the movie. Oh my God. So I feel like that was a semi-pull. Of that like, I was like, I'll see it. I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. Even though Moulin Rouge has no real depiction of Paris, it is so different. I know. And like, I understand that. But that maybe was like the only pull for me of wanting to go in some yeah. weird sense, which I know sounds stupid because everyone's like, what about the Eiffel Tower? What about all like this other amazing cultural things? Yeah. Not a fictional movie. Yeah. But that's how I roll. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously, obviously. But I will say this. When we did plan Paris, this was the OG first trip of just Kristen and I. Yeah. Like, this was, like, the real trip of just, like, no assistance on friends. No groups. No groups. No tour things. I mean, we learned so hard in London not to do groups anymore. Or just, like, really learn about who you're taking trips with. But this was, like, the first trip that we were, like, you know what? But it's just you and me. Like, we've, like, gained a lot of knowledge. We gained a lot yeah. of perspective We had gone, trips. and we got into Paris. This was, like Shannon said before, this is our last trip. So this was around December. So it was around Christmas time. So yeah. really nice, really beautiful. But it was something that, like, a lot of people either done with their travels or, yeah. like, you know, we're going to finals at this point. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, who's going on the last trip? We are. <laughs> yeah, priority straight, <laughs> obviously. We, we said this. We wanted as to long as we in. made a C's in the class, we were good. We were good. Exactly. Yeah. So we had to make Paris just a part of the trip. Or just like, you know what? We thought it'd be kind of nice to see Paris during Christmas time. Yeah, you know, that'd be beautiful. It'd be kind of really cool. And mm-hmm. to our surprise, 
I'll tell you this, guys. Paris oh blew like blew me away. But before we get into the magic of Paris, magic, the magic, yes. I will admit because I feel like as you guys know us by now, or you can tell this pattern that tends to happen with us, we don't know how to travel smoothly ever, <laughs> ever, especially during this time period. <laughs> yeah, especially during our study abroad because we were learning a lot, so much. The growing pains were real. Oh God, were very, yes. very real yes. with us. No, but how we got to Paris. Was kind of an interesting, mm, interesting dynamic, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So it, it definitely was interesting. I'd have to say. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like we kind of preference before being broke college kids, you're kind of counting every dollar, especially at the end. Like we are obviously at the end of our semester, end of our trip. Really, like uh-huh. our money is very on the nice right now. Yeah. So when we're planning this trip, we're trying to find the cheapest way to get there. And it's actually really cool. Our cousin, she actually lived in Paris for like yes. a year. Uh-huh. So she knew it like the ins and outs. She, she was like our first person like go to to be like, hey, like how should I book this? Where should we go? Like she really gave us a really nice itinerary or, or some ideas of like, like how this is a good spot. This, this is, is a good not, spot. Yeah. So knowing our situation, she's like, hey, you don't, it'd be cheaper rather than going like the normal international airport. There is a local airport that's a little outside of Paris. All you have to do is go there, take a bus, then a subway. And at that point, like I said, our confidence is up. We're like, you know, like we'll figure it out. We can do this. Like, you know, got some independence in us. Like we can figure this out when the time comes. But we didn't put in consideration, which is huge and something you, everyone needs to figure out when they're traveling, when they're figuring things out, like go like the first night at least anyway is when you're kind of organizing transportation for yourself to go from one place to the next like europe like we kind of mentioned in other episodes before things close like this isn't new york like it's not a 24 7 situation yeah and that's something that i definitely learned when we were booking things like i didn't take into into consideration the timing that we were arriving and like how long it was going to take for me when i arrove arrived (laughs) at you know the station we're at to our hostel how long that was going to take and like what things were gonna close down and here's the thing like price aside it's like all that back to back and Mm. like it's exhausting it's something that it's like could i handle it it sounds like no big deal but add the stresses of things closing down at the time we were going because we arrived really late at night yeah so and the transportation it's like at this point you miss one you're stuck there yeah so it's like you can't leisurely be like excuse me can you tell me how to get here it's like Like no one's around no one's really around so you have to really figure it out and again we're at a more local stop so it's not like I don't want to say it's not English friendly because Europe, Europe in itself, everyone does speak English for the yeah. most part. You could probably find someone. You could find somebody. I'm not saying it's all English friendly, but you figure it out. But with our case, it was just like one thing after the other. I feel like it was like a race of time for us. Oh, my God. And it was just like I didn't even have like the stamina or the momentum to be like, all right, let's do this. One, two, three. Like we're so tired because it's so late. We've been traveling for I don't know how long at this point. Yeah. But it was just a very tiring experience. And then when you're tired and you know our hangriness, mm. it's just not a good combo. It wasn't a good combo. And the, stre- the stress level is bad. The stress yeah. level is intense. It was like one after the other. But the yeah. thing is we were aware, like after we had found this out, like talking to people on the 
on the flight being like, this is the last bus. Uh If you don't make it on this bus, you're taking a taxi. And I'll say this right now. I remember half of the flight taking a taxi into Paris because they didn't want to deal with it. But again, coming from both college students, I was like, we are not in Paris, by the way. We are like outside of Paris. So the taxi would have been so expensive. To me, it would have been like, we would have just taken the damn flight. Do you know what I mean? The one that goes straight into Paris. Yeah. So we were like, we had to make that bus. I was like, we're doing it. We're making the bus. So, this is where we met kind of what I at the time thought was a nice guy. Yeah. Because we ended up figuring out, like, we were, like, you know, trying to figure out, okay, like, what's the next step after this bus, the subway, whatever. And then we ended up, how was it? Did we just, like, Well, I think what happened was is that the bus does stop at subway stops. Yes, yes. So, it's, like, we kind of knew. I think we talked to the driver or something. Like, there's got to be some passerby we talked to or some security guard. Like, hey, we're trying to go here. Like, you should stop at this stop. And then from there, it was kind of like we were on our own. Like, we knew the train station like where what train station it was because it was like a major transition Gordon or I remember that I'll never forget it and that train station was only two minutes away from our um hostel yeah so we knew that so I just knew I was like okay this is a major subway like as long as I asked them like hey I need to get to this train station. That's all I needed to know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Because we printed out a map, so mm-hmm. we would kind of know where, like, what area our hostel was in. Yeah. So we get to this subway, and we're showing, like, you know, we, we kind of, like, try to figure out, like, on the map, like, where yeah. our map kind of correlates in some sense. Like, yeah. trying to do the puzzle piece. And the stranger comes up to us all kindly. It's like, hey, where are you going? Like, and I was a little hesitant at first because I was like, I don't know why. Like, something was a little off. I didn't know if I was just tired and grumpy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to be rude. This person's trying to be nice to us. And, like, one thing led to another. You're like, no, like, this is, like, the stop. Don't worry. Do you know what I mean? And I was yeah. like, okay, cool. So we follow this stranger like to like you know well he's okay I shouldn't say followed he was going in the same direction that is what he he told us you know what I mean so we're going into the subways one thing led to another and you know now we're conversing getting friendly it's like you know we're on our way home you know so I'm kind of semi-relaxing I'm like okay like we're almost there yeah but things kind of turned I don't want to say for the worse it just like my radar went up you know what I mean I was like something is off with this dude and he was like getting creepier and creepier as like the conversation was going like he was asking us intimate I get it he was like oh where are you from New York like you know typical yeah but then it got really creepy and it was just like he's like oh like you know where's your hostel and something in my gut I think it's because like Taken just came out I'm not telling this guy where we're staying like there's just no way I just don't have that trust I just don't have the trust in this stranger and I think he was also asking like creepy twin questions yeah like I think he was in like you know asking those like like off-putting sexual twin jokes and I'm just like I don't know why anyone thinks that's okay I'm or just like, like thinks it's a good conversation that's a have. good conversation to, like to have with us I'm like I know like Paris like sexually they're like they're really open and it's totally great and I'm not you know downing anyone who like yeah is open to their sexuality but I just like felt like it was on such a different level with this guy it wasn't like yeah it just was creepy you know yeah, it felt like he like touched or did no, anything no, no. he it was just like the way he verbally, said it like, yeah. and like I was uncomfortable and, and I don't know if, like all women have my intuition just went like up like I was just like almost being like hmm I don't know about this dude for some weird reason but there wasn't anything like I mean some parts of the conversation made me feel guarded but it wasn't like anything where I was like you know I had solid proof you know no no this is just a radar this is just an intuition feeling that I'm saying and because of that Listen to my gut a bit. And I was like, you know what? Like, we're going to, like, bounce. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to yeah. get off the next like, we stop. just pretend. And we're like, oh, it's, like, kind of, you know, around that area. We'll figure out when we get there. Like, kind of, like, 
Bring it very vague. Vague, so he could no idea Figure it out, saying. yeah. So we, like, get off the subway, and we got we get to our stop, luckily, like, with yeah. no, nothing happened, thank God. It was just a really creepy interaction. But it, like, keeps getting worse as we're going, you know? <sighs> yeah. So in that, the actually, kind of, the people. So we get out of the subway, and, like, here's the thing. It's, like, a dead man zone by the time we get out, because it's, like, really this, late. We took, like, the last subway, like, literally that you could even take. So, like, no one's really there. It's, like, at this point, I want to say it might have been, like, a Thursday or Friday, which is, like, people are going to work or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it wasn't, like, you know, it would be packed people, like, who went out or, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. drunk people. It really was, like, no one in that area. Yeah, and it was just super late. And here's the thing, too. Like, to add to, like, the time frame I'm talking about where it yeah. adds to the stress, I'm concerned because we're so late at this point yeah. that our spots in the hostel might have been taken because because we were hostel, supposed to yeah. yeah we were supposed to check in like maybe an hour ago at this point because yeah. again I we didn't put in consideration like thinking about how long it was going to take us from the bus to get to here then the subway yeah. so like I we put down a time that we thought we would be in because yeah. sometimes like hostels will have like kind of like the last sign in is at 10 p.m. yeah even though people will get in at, like 11 or like whatever like I kind of know that now that they're kind of lenient on it but at that time I've always been on I'm a very on time person yes very punctual very punctual especially when I know I have to be somewhere and at this moment I'm like kind of a little getting nervous I'm like okay we're like an hour late from this thing I really hope no one like you know they don't put the room aside you know and here's the thing like we're saying now like add add these factors it's late I'm tired some creepy man put my radar all the way up I'm like anxious as hell and I'm just like at this point I'm just just so I just want to be in my bed passed out so we get out of this subway we're walking around looking at this paper map being like okay it should be on the left down it should be a minute walk like Like, this is not yeah this should not take this long we could not find our hostel no, for the life of us. I want to say it's a 45 minutes walking, walking around back, back and, and forth, forth down the street. And as we're walking back and forth, these these taxi guys or these taxi people, I should say, kind of hackling us, being like, oh, like, take the taxi, you know, because initially we ended up walking towards them to be like, hey, you know, um, obviously you see us walking back and forth. Well, um, at this point, there's yeah. desperation because yeah. I am so tired. I'm just so fed up. I'm like, I just want to go home. And actually, granted, going back a little bit, Shannon and I were kind of in the Moulin Rouge district. And if anyone's in Paris who has ever lived there or has been in that area, it's not the safest area, especially at night. Because I will say, and this is something that really blew me away, the, um, what's it called? Homeless people. The homeless people, like the rate, how many people there are, it was unbelievable. Like, even like, it's coming from a New Yorker who literally sees that in New York, obviously. Like, being in Paris, I was blown away. Like, when we were walking down the street, like, so many homeless people. Yeah, like they call them gypsies. They call them gypsies, yeah. Like, they call them gypsies. There's a lot of gypsies on the streets. And so, like, I, again, my, like, safety radar is all the way up. I'm like, Kristen, we cannot be out in the streets. I don't be mugged. We have, we have our bags. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I can't, like, I'm just so nervous. Nervous, I'm just know? like I'm on edge all all the way around on all boards. I'm just like oh my yeah. god, like this sucks. So we try again to f- try to find some nice stranger. Yeah. I can't really talk to a gypsy because they're looking at us like money bags, but that's not yeah. even the case for us. I know. I'm like oh you're barking at the wrong tree. <laughs> totally. That's the worst thing I'm saying in Moulin Rouge. Uh, so what happened was we go up to these taxi drivers who are semi heckling. I was like come in, come in. I'm like no, no, no. So then I'm like I know we are close. Do you know what I mean? And he's like they're heckling us to a point where they're like I'll just at first they're like I'll just drive you to it like twenty something bucks or like over that. And I'm like this is a minute drive. You're the New York came in me. You're scammed 
scamming me. Like, yeah, like and that gets me so mad yeah. to think that, like, you're trying to take advantage of when I'm vulnerable. Yes. Like, nothing gets me more mad about that. And My I hate pride's this. on the line. I'm like, no. Like, no, you're not even about pride. pride. Just you're like, right, it's really right. just about being disrespectful. Like, yeah, if I ever see a tourist in New York ever getting like, scammed, getting scammed, like, I'm the first person to run to that person and be like, do not do that. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Because, yeah, yeah. like, that gets me, it gets, gets me so mad. Like, people are just so vulnerable when they travel because, like, it's such a short amount of time. You don't know what the norm is there. You don't know. Exactly. You don't want to cause, I mean, a good tourist doesn't want to cause ruckus you know or like mean? trouble you know what I mean yeah. and I under, I totally sympathize with that so like Shannon and I again we did we did do our research we knew this this where we were we were only not even a minute away so we were getting so frustrated with ourselves the fact we couldn't find it yeah and the fact that these guys knowing we know like they, I think they didn't realize that we knew kind of where it was by like you know we knew standard. the area but not enough to like figure out what we went what went, what wrong. went wrong because yeah. we cannot figure out like it's like I'm sorry guys you're gonna if you know where we stayed it, you would l- laugh because yeah, it was oh, like so bad. we were walking back and forth in a straight line like how could we not find this spot yeah. like, I just don't get it like there's no sign there's nothing and there should be because they said that there would be and uh-huh. I'm like where is this place some kind taxi one of them one out of, of the, the 20 taxi. guys was like let me see your let me see the paper let me see this and he goes oh my god yeah you guys are really close so he gets out of his car walks us down the street and goes and his thing there's like a fork in the road and that's where we went wrong because the thing is when we looked at that map it looked straight but like the way the straight was was like the other part of that fork yeah so like we did not think that through like we didn't think that it was like the other fork we were just going straight down and like we knew it was straight that's why we were getting so mad we're like why the hell can't we see this yeah and he was just like you just make a left whatever and i was like oh my god thank you so much i actually know what what i actually think i think we had our penny phone and we called the hostel and then in french he was talking to the guy like these two girls are supposed to like where is this place you know what I mean just to make sure so this guy really went out of his way regardless of all like I don't want to say horrible people because it's not that wasn't the case just you know they were trying to get you scammy still scammy but he did not do that to us so we finally arrived as late as we did our places were secure which is like god bless bless bless, that pillow felt amazing oh my god i never slept so well in my damn life oh god yeah oh my god but i do want to like iterate even though we did get there safe and thank goodness for the kindness of that really nice taxi man Uh uh-huh Listen to your gut when things feel off. Like, that was yeah. something that, like, even though that guy didn't physically do anything to us when we're talking back on the subway like, you incident, never know. You just never know. And it's like, at that point, Chris and I talked to so many strangers. And, like, there were so yeah. many kind people. But if your gut goes up, you know what I mean? If your gut goes on this your radar, radar, your radar yeah. goes up in some sense of, like, I don't feel comfortable listen to it whether it's rational or not like yeah. there's something there that you're feeling that you can't put words into you do what's most comfortable for you and like yeah. when Kristen and I had that incident with that man who kind of just conversationally was very off-putting to us we took ourselves out of that situation and like really had to like you know mm-hmm. just remove ourselves from it and there's nothing wrong with that and I want people to know it's like if you're uncomfortable like there's got to be a reason to it and don't feel stupid to like yeah you know, exit that. But on a lighter note, after mm-hmm. a good night's rest. Fantastic fantastic, night. Fantastic. Paris, oh my God, was oh, just I like. fell in love. Fell, I understood the hype now. I do. Yeah, this I This day, do. the day after that whole debacle of transporting ourselves from Florence to Paris mm-hmm. was all worth it. It okay. was. And it, it was really great because, um, like, as we said before, our cousin, she had lived in Paris. So one of her biggest things that she was like, you really should just walk the city. You know, she's yeah. like, try not to take so much transportation, like really walk around. And she's like, it's not as big as like it feels. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. really, you'll take the time to walk. 
walk it. And I was like, you know what? I like that after all our, our buses, subway debacle. Oh, so I was like, rich. I'm ready to just walk a city. Yeah. So I remember we ended up going to, because one of our actually great tricks that we learned, and I'll always stick with this, especially if you, you don't have an itinerary or if you don't have like specific things like how to get to places. Yeah. One of my favorite things that we learned was I remember we went to like the, again, I love talking to like the hostel workers and be like, hey, like, how do we get here? What's your favorite spots? Like, I usually usually ask locals. It's a part of their job. Oh, no, it totally is. They're always going to recommend you some really good stuff because their whole thing is tourism. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And uh, I remember asking like, hey, like, you know, what's a good thing to check out or to see? Like, I want to see like, you know, the touristy stuff because especially since it's our first time, you know? Yeah. And they ended up handing us the red tour bus like uh, map. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like, take this route, whatever it is. And then it kind of clicked to Shannon and I were like, why don't we just use this map to walk around like, like we don't need to as use, our guide yeah, yeah like well we don't need to go on the bus to do this loop you know yeah. what i mean so that was actually one of my favorite little tricks that i learned that i was like so anytime i actually go to cities or like things that, like i don't have like exact plans for I always check out the red tour bus like their maps or just in general like other people's itineraries yeah no for sure no, so the map was just a really great way to, like, you know, see the spots that we were wanting to see. Because those tour bus things always are going to the most highlighted areas. So, like, yeah. if you're looking to see those iconic spots, red tour bus, you know, maps are the way to go always. Because every you know? main city seems to have something like that. Yeah, like, New York has it. Um, like, I would say, like, most major cities have some sort of bus that takes them around to the top spots of their city, you know? Yes. So that was really, really cool. And it was really nice to kind of see that. And actually, just kind of on, like, a fun thing that we got to do all day, just fun facts. Yeah. Actually, we ended up getting to, which is super cool, because obviously coming from an art background, we saw the Louvre, could not see it. You know, I know. what I mean? But interesting enough, though, the fact, I'm saying this right now, and I feel like people do say it, but I'm just going to say it anyway. The Mona Lisa is the smallest freaking painting. Oh, my God. Like, people make such hype for it. It is really beautiful. I'm not saying that it's not, but it is so small. Yeah. But you know what isn't small? The Louvre itself. Oh, my God. It is, like, a mall. Like, I didn't realize the way it was set up because I mean being like from New York I think of the we Met, have the Met. I have yeah, the Met. we have Mona, like amazing museums and not saying that the Louvre isn't amazing because it is but what I didn't realize is that like you need a ticket for certain sections of the museum yeah. like it's not like one ticket is access to all like you had to go to like Italian Renaissance and like yep. here's the thing I'll tell you this it is like it's I don't even know how big it is I'm like exaggerating maybe but no, like, I think it's just I, like I think if I remember correctly someone was saying that like if it takes like a month to actually get through like everything. If you yeah, were to like yeah, walk yeah. through the whole thing, do everything, like see every painting, because it's so large, it's you know? It's huge. So really you'd only be able to appreciate all of that if you lived in Paris. You know yes. what I mean? So like but like like we said, we were doing all the touristy stuff, check, oh, yeah. check, check. And how could we not see the Mona Lisa? And mm-hmm. it was just the most comical experience ever because you can't even go near it because they have like this whole rope, like that's like maybe I feel like it feels like a mile, but I'm exaggerating. But yeah. it's like it's just so far away from like the actual painting so all these tourist groups including our like ourselves are all like getting photos or trying our best no to get, flash no flash which yeah. i get it oh, does yeah, destroy, no. the destroy the painting, the painting. you don't want to do that but it's just so comical to see everyone swarm to this little puny painting that is the mona lisa and it's it's such an extravagant painting like in your mind it's like oh my god the mona lisa it's, it's so gotta iconic. be it's, it's so, so iconic. iconic but it's so small yeah that was really cool to see that but interesting enough actually like everyone always talks about the louvre is like their favorite museum yeah okay I'm going to also thank my cousin for this one because she suggested this museum to us. It's called the Musée d'Orsay, which is more the, like, French Impressionism and Which stuff, is my favorite. Which is, like, literally my favorite art style So this ever. is, like, a personal opinion of, yeah. like, Yeah, so like, if you like 
the French Impressionism style, which I don't know if people would know what that is, but it's great. It's like Van Gogh, Monet. Yeah, Manet, Degas, like all of those, like pretty much all my faves. So like to go to, so we ended up after going to the Louvre, we ended up going to the Musée d'Orsay. That museum. amazing. Oh, I loved it. It was so cool. There's also like this like clock tower that you can kind of go in. Yeah. And I always love seeing that like, you know, it was just really cool. You could see the city, you know, it was awesome. It was like amazing views, but like the paintings are just so interesting to me. Like I like more abstract art in some sense. Not that it's totally abstract, but just a unique style that like, it's just, it's definitely a personal taste, but like just the way it's set up, it was just so freaking cool. Yeah. I just really, really loved it. And something that should have worked, but didn't really work for us, sadly, is that if you you are a student and you are studying abroad, you can get to museums for free. Yes, if you're a student. Well, yeah. no, it did work for us here. It just didn't work for us in uh, Versailles. Versailles. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, we ended up, the museums were free for us because we, we were, were students. students studying in Europe. So we were able to, we knew that. So we like went in and showed them our student license. Uh, yeah. Fine. Versailles was the issue. Yeah. They Versailles, gave us a hard time. That's its own story though, for sure. But it was just such an amazing, like both those museums had its own charm to it. Like they the did, Louvre was yeah. just so surprisingly large. Like it yeah. was just so cool. Like all I wanted to see was Mona Lisa. There wasn't much in there that I was like, I have to see this, this, and this. Because again, we're on a time restraint with our weekend getaways. Like yeah. you have to really prioritize. Like, do I want to spend all day in the museum or do I want to sightsee more? And like for yeah. me, like how could you not? Like it's just so iconic seeing the Mona Lisa. So it's like, okay, I need to make a stop by here. And this like, is coming from art on. students. Like, how yeah. can I not see this art yeah. piece? And then Musée d'Orsay, shout out to my cousin. I'm just so glad she recommended this to us because she's just like, you know, the Louvre is great, but Musée d'Orsay is just like... It's its own iconic, like, museum. It's its own thing, too. And, I mean, a lot of locals go to it, too. It's not like this underground museum. No, no, people know it. A a lot of people know it. I just, I didn't know Paris enough because, again, I didn't walk in being, like, such a Paris enthusiast. You know what I mean? Yes, I didn't know it was there. So, like, I just kept, I feel like every corner we were exploring Paris, there was just more and more that I was so, like, pleasantly surprised about. I was like, no wonder why people like Paris so much. Or, like, wanting to come here so, you know, And I feel so bad because I don't want to say it was skepticism. It was just me being in different to not knowing anything or naive so I'm just so glad that we were like yeah let's just do this like let's try it because it makes me like in some sense do want to go back I was like that was just such a great trip it was so relaxing and we're the kind of people and I think I think especially living in Florence anyway, I've become a cafe person, which is yes. so European. I know, like, eh, I roll. Oh, I know. <laughs> I roll, I know. But, like, there is beauty in just sitting down and enjoying a cup of coffee, conversing. And in Paris, they do just that, plus, like, dessert. So, like, oh, you can't I even love imagine. Cake. Like, oh, I love I love Like, it. my favorite thing, honestly, to do is, like, literally grab a, a cup. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wouldn't say coffee because I wouldn't say much of a coffee. I'm, like, a very latte, yeah, you know, okay. person. I love grabbing a latte with, like, a little cake. Like, oh. and just sitting down. Yeah, like that that combo to me is so it transports so good. me back to Europe so yeah. I love doing it home especially but there I really appreciate that culture because you always I'm like it's such a cliche like it is so funny yeah. but it's so true but something about it there's something beautiful that I like really uh-huh. appreciate like I don't know I just loved it in Paris and it's always it's more it, like, it is so true it's just more magical in Paris yeah. and I could feel that when we oh, did it oh totally and actually something funny that I always thought was like talking about food in general yeah. was that I didn't okay I love French onion soup it's probably one of my favorite oh, like, yeah. I love this is like one of my favorite soups to have just like in the winter because it's so perfect mm-hmm. and we were visiting actually we weren't visiting but he was just we had a friend also living in um, Paris. Yeah. So he ended up showing us around to one of his favorite restaurants, which was 
you know, which had French onion soup. I remember sitting at the restaurant and or like talking to the waiter, being like, can I have French onion soup? And he looks at me and he goes, it's onion soup here. Like, that's what it's called. And I was like, you know what? Good point. You know, yeah, like, like we don't call like a burger American, American burger. burger. It's like, just a burger. Yeah. But the thing is, is that like in other places, though, like if you do want a burger, they do call it an American, American burger. burger. Yeah. So it's like interesting when you're in like the local place, they don't call it like French. Why would, they, yeah. like, why would you? Like, and, like that made me realize like, you're right. Like, like I, think outside not. yourself. Yeah, it's know, like right? you're in France, like little Paris. Paris, yeah. like to be specific but it's just like who yeah like who says that and yeah. it made me laugh so just like i just thought like the little cultural things that i like you're right like, i didn't even realize that i was doing that you know yeah. I mean? it's like you're right it would just be called onion soup and paris duh it's like how can you not but actually another um cuisine i should say that we tried that like again have to try it while you're because there you're- is you're there Escargo. Like, yeah, honestly, I was surprised. It was really good. And I yeah. didn't, wouldn't say it. It didn't look appetizing because they no. actually looked like snails. Yeah, so, like, did. I really was like, oh, my God. But I oh felt like they, the sauces they put on it, because, like, it, ours was a very garlic pesto to me. Whatever and we I ordered. Mean, whatever I, I don't know. We were at this, like, random I don't know restaurant. if that's normal, but that's what we know. got. Yeah, that's the escargot we got. And it was freaking good. Like, yeah. I, it was delicious. And I and I just couldn't look at it, though. Yeah. Because it made me sad. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm eating a snail. This is weird. And, like, you see its face. Like, oh, it's yeah. It's not like they chopped anything off. Like, it's like a snail in the and, shell and, and everything. And it had this little fork that you stuck into the... Oh, I like the mini fork. It was so yeah, cute. It was so, it was so cute. cute. I was like, aw. It, it was actually really delicious. I kind of described it when someone asked, like, what is it like? I'm like, I feel like it just reminds me of calamar. Oh, the escargot. Like, like the texture, if you think about, like, yeah. if you're, like, a texture eater and, like, you like calamar, it's, like, I don't want to say chewy, but there's, like, some softness to it that's pretty delicious. Yeah. Like, if cooked right, I find, obviously. I find, for me, it was, I was able to eat it. It was because I think this, like, what they the sauces were so like, I felt good. like it was so overpowering to me that I was, like, like if you oh, blindfolded me and I ate it and I didn't I would, know it was escargot, I, I mean, I, would, I enjoyed it blind, not blindfolded, but... If I had it blindfolded, I wouldn't have guessed it was snail. Do you yes. know what I mean? I've been like, yes. oh, is this calamar with the pesto sauce? You know, yeah. like that's how I kind of interpreted it. As. No, totally. So I didn't. I honestly, I, I like trying the local cuisine. There's something you gotta do, especially like in Paris. Like, gotta get those desserts, try that French onion soup and uh, escargot. Like, yes. how can you not do that? I have to say though, it's like I feel like Paris is always this idealized of this romantic getaway, and it yeah. really doesn't have to be that. Like, I feel like we walked in like. I felt like my hesitancy of not always thinking about so like I mean I'm I've been single you know like I enjoy my single life I don't think about like you know having to go with someone and like me and you I mean like I was like I don't want to be at romantic spots with you you know like that's not my thought of when I'm traveling somewhere but honestly Paris is being a city itself was so fun. Yeah. Like, regardless of it, it shattered the stereotype for me that you have to, like, make it a romantic getaway. Yeah. Like, I feel like for me, like you said, your hesitancy towards it, or mine at least, I just always looked at it as, like, when I have a boyfriend or a future husband yeah. or whatever, like, we'll go to Paris and do whatever. But you know what I'm thinking? You can make any place a romantic getaway. It yeah. doesn't have to it's be stereotypical. It's just the person who you're with. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm with a boyfriend and we're in friggin', I don't know. Canada. I don't know. I just like, keep it in my head. Because <laughs> Canada is so romantic. Canada is, actually, I feel like Canada is a pretty romantic I think you can spot. make it romantic That's if what you I'm want saying. it to be. No matter where you are, it's the person you're with that makes it that way. Do yeah, you know I mean? and I think when we went to Paris, I'm just so glad that I didn't let that stereotype stop me from exploring it. Like, yeah. we had such an amazing weekend. Or oh, just like so just, fun. Especially that day in particular. It was just so nice to explore the city as is, as a sing- as both single women, just like enjoying it for, like, I mean, I know it's so cliche because it's like every place we go to, it's like that. But yeah. with Paris, there was such a difference for me that I was like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, this is romantic, but like, this 
this was so nice. Like, yeah. I can do this and on also, my own. I don't I need feel a like, to do that. And also it. solidified, too, the fact that, like, we are okay being just me and you on, yeah, on a trip. Like, it, I don't I don't need a big group or, like, a huge posse to, like, have a good time. Oh, like, no. We had, we so had a fun. blast together. And I was like, this is great. Awesome. If, I mean, not that I don't enjoy our friend's company, but it's like, I had so much fun with just you. Yeah. <laughs> I really did. No, like, totally. We had so much fun. Like, no, because honestly, it, it. it definitely helps, too. Like, when me and Chan, we, like, we have a lot of obviously similar interests. So, like, yeah. what we're doing, we both like. So, I'm not, like, jeopardizing what I'm doing or same thing with you. But, like, when you're in a larger group, you do have to sometimes jeopardize that depending on if your priority is wanting to stay with the group. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So I think that's something that's important when you're like, like you, doing that. And then is oddly enough, and this is not intentional, but we're always in the same food schedule. Like, yeah. it's like we're always hungry at the same time or not hungry or be like, you know, like that cake looks really good. Let's try it. Like we're pretty much very similar. I mean, not to be so cliche, but like, cause we are twins, but like we're yeah. so similar in that aspect that we're easy so travel. Nice. You're yeah, such you're an such easy a- travel companion that it does like, you know, make or break your trip. And yeah. like, I have to say, like you it makes it really buddy. seamless like just like the way that yeah. we travel with each other it's like yes. makes it so easy I know we always have the best time ever like I can't mm-hmm. beat it with you oh, but yeah. actually speaking of good times I feel like we have to get into the one crazy story in Paris always always have to have a crazy story well we have multiple crazy stories as you guys know but this is a really funny it's not even funny I was gonna say actually, I don't think funny. this one's funny this is not the, funny. actually the beginning part of this is funny just like us being out but end of that wasn't funny so yeah. so actually um, as I said before we actually did have a friend in Paris so he ended up taking us out to just show us around what the Paris nightlife is like and it was yeah. so fun we ended up oh actually God. it was my first time ever taking flaming shots and I'll never forget this because again I didn't know that's what he got for us it was like it was us and like a couple other people that were also studying in um, Paris and all of a sudden the guy like you know lights up those, those shots and all of a sudden, I turn around and I see Shannon literally trying to blow them out because you were nervous a fire was going to start. And then I hear my one friend yelling at Shannon, being like, "No, this is intentional. Stop doing that. Like, don't blow them don't out. Blow them we out. paid for them to be like on fire." Yeah, and you look look so concerned. You're like, "Oh my god!" Like Shannon's thinking she's a firefighter. And well, let me just defend myself. At this point, I've had like a bottle of wine, so it's not like I'm totally sober. Right? No, no, I'm no, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. like it was just so funny. Like I was, cu- you know what? I'll say this: I was a very responsible wine. Yes. that's all I'm saying I was like very very much like save the people <laughs> I know yeah you, you're a hero I am a uh, internally I'm a, a hero, hero for sure but um also something that even that same night that I, it was so funny was that I never knew that crepes were like a savory thing yeah because I'll say this actually on like just to like add on to that uh-huh. is that every place we go to we I love I mean I guess it's the New Yorker in me I like my drunk munchies like yes. I like to go somewhere out after I go out I love to have like a munch of some kind you know yes. and like obviously being you know sitting abroad in Italy it's like we had that like secret bakery so we'd have like yeah. you know pastries or we'd have that kebab place that I freaking oh love God. that's like another story in itself but like we always, every place we go to they always had some type of drunk cuisine but it's yeah they're always different that's what's so cool that's about really it. cool yeah, that's yeah. what I love about going to places and eating late at night because they always have like like New Yorkers we got our pizza, pizza yeah you know I mean? you'd it, think it, Italy would be pizza but everything is closed yeah. yeah no it's not it really is like their their little like pastries or the kebabs and yeah Paris was crepes that, that was their but thing but their crepes I mean I don't know how you guys think of crepes but like my initial reaction of crepes is dessert crepes like, I think, I think Nutella. of Nutella strawberry like that's my crepe it wasn't until we went out with these group of people. We have such a fun night out together. Yeah. We go out for some drunk munchies afterwards. And mm. he orders, like, 
chicken, like like pesto, pesto something. something. He goes, he goes, oh, what chicken one do you want? I looked at him in disgust. I was like, how dare you put chicken in, in your cr- crepe? And he looks at me like, what are you talking about? And I was like, um, where's the Nutella? Where are the strawberries? And he's like, you do know that this is like a sandwich too, right? And I was like blown away. I, I literally didn't think had, of it that way. I didn't. And then he said it and like literally every person got some sort of chicken, whatever it was, you know? And I was like, I guess you're right. Like, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. It was so delicious. It was delicious. I still prefer dessert. I just, I think it's just like my always reaction to a crepe. Not to be stubborn about it. Not to be, yeah, not to be stubborn about it, but I still will always like go for the Nutella strawberry. My heart longs for the chocolate strawberry combo. Yes. Like, I can't help myself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, this is where the story deviates, guys. And yeah, this is what I meant earlier by this part's great. This this part part is is not. not so great. And I will also reference that. I remember we literally told the story for the first time like two years ago, finally to confess to our parents because I knew that if they ever heard the story, they would have freaked out. They would have been very sad. Yeah, so like they do know the story and I apologize to both of them for finding out so late, but I couldn't help it. Yes. So here's what happened here. I'm going to paint this. So after we have those delicious crepes with our friends, like, you know, have like kind of a nightcap. Mm-hmm. They weren't they weren't too far from the place, so they yeah. were able to walk home. We weren't staying with them and we really couldn't because they had like a dorm situation. So like yeah. they weren't allowed like to a have sign in, sign they out. They weren't allowed yeah. to have like strangers yes. or guests, I should say, like go in. So we had to go back to our hostel. That being said, because you know, subways were closed, we had to find a taxi. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So we were like, okay, like let's just hail a taxi and figure this out. I'll say this and preference this very, very strongly. We were very sober at this point. Like, this is not, like, a drunken, you know. We've had our munchies. We've been chit-chatting with our friends for a little bit. we've, like, like settled down. I am now. But here's the thing. I am feeling my feet. I'm wearing heels. Yeah. I am tired as hell right now. I am so tired. I am, like, my patience is gone at this not patience is gone it's just like it's just like i'm in a lot of pain i just need a taxi and i want to get home i want to get home all i'm thinking about is home 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 so here's the thing in paris which is super interesting actually back in the day i don't know how it is now but i actually think this was like pre-uber time yeah well yeah it is actually pre-uber 2012 i guess yeah uh this is pre-uber time but paris what they did with taxis which i find very interesting is you actually have to like schedule you you like reserve it for yeah. the time so like you would like call a taxi service being like i want you to arrive here at this time and then they come and you they know come what I mean? so we learned that the hard way and the reason how we found out is on top of the taxi they had like a red light and a green light so you can assume like what that means red means occupy green means open so that was kind of a cool feature in itself like okay so know, yeah. you so you know how to hail all these taxis were red, but like Chris and I, the New Yorkers and us were just like, oh, we'll just keep waving our arms. Like, like hopefully, eventually. And hopefully someone is going to like do something. I think it was like 30, 40 minutes at this point. And like, I'm really losing my patience here and I'm just so tired. Yeah. These really nice group of Parisian men come up to us like they're young and they're like, I could tell in their broken, like, you know, trying French, so hard, trying so hard to be like, Green means yes, red means no. Like, so they're trying to explain to like, us like, what I just explained earlier, where they're yeah. like this. I don't know this until they tell us, you know, and I'm just yeah. like, I got ahead of myself there. But I was just like, oh, my God, like, what are we going to do? Like, this sucks. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to get home. I'm so tired. Then out of nowhere, this guy comes out of the shadows and shakes his keys in front of our faces. Kristen, you take it. I know this is bad. So he looks at us, doesn't speak any English, but I could tell he's just like, well, in his broken English, I should say, just be like, 
uh, take home. Like, I can take you home, pretty much. You could tell, like, he ended up, like, kind of cutting us off from those guys, like, explained us, be like, oh, like, our woes and being like, we just need to get home. Like, all we told him, though, was, like, Guard North. This is why I'll never forget our train stop. Ever, yeah, I'll because never. I know that this train stop is a main hub in in the city. Yeah, and it is like a two minute walk from our hostel. That's why I'd be like, just drop me off. Like there. I would never say the location of where I'm living to anyone. I'd always be like, drop me off here, and I know how to get home. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because like I don't want people to know it's my exact location, especially if it's a stranger. You know, regardless of what I'm, I'm just about to say. Yeah. So all of a sudden now, at this point, I am so desperate. I'm not drunk at all. I'm so desperate, and I was like, Shannon, we're going in the car. Uh, he's gonna take us home, and you—you you are here's fuming. The thing. I am not at all willing. Like I yeah. am, like Kristen. This is like the thing they teach you in kindergarten. You do not get into a stranger's car. Like, I was like, how, like, I was like, I can't do this. Like we we are not doing this, and you're already walking towards the car, and I can't leave you. Like I'm yeah. not gonna like let you willingly go into a stranger's car. And I all I keep saying to you is like, if we die, I'm killing you first. I was like, I'm gonna kill you because like there's no way we're getting out of this alive. Like there was so, something in me. I'm like, Kristen, this is not smart. Like he's not a taxi driver. He's a stranger. Like uh, like willing yeah. to drive us and here's the thing let me preface this to you guys too this ride should only be 10 minutes like i'm i know that do you know what i mean like i here's the thing regardless of like where we are and so like, i'm i am aware of like the general direction of where we should be going like we shouldn't be towards the Eiffel tower i knew we were against it like there were things that like i knew cues yeah. about like if he was taking us the wrong way i'd be completely aware that this is what he was doing yeah. do you know what i mean and here's the thing like- Shannon and i did walk the whole day yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you have to remember, like, I am literally in so much pain. I'm not saying that as an excuse. It's probably that this is, this story in general is literally, and I will say it's my number one, like, the worst thing I've ever done. Like, yeah. as a decision making. I was yeah. like, willingly, knowingly, like, what I had done, I was like, wow, that was really stupid. Like, yeah. I can't believe I did that. It's like, honestly, like, we're lucky we're alive. Yeah. Yeah. And so, back to us now. Now we're in this guy's car, okay? And he starts to drive. And he's talking only in French to both of us. And I'm literally, like, trying to figure out what he's saying. I don't speak French, by the way. And so Shannon's yelling at me, being like, I'm going to kill you if you don't die. If he doesn't kill you first, you know, because she's so mad, which rightfully so, and you should be. I'm panicking because my, panicking, my radar yeah. is up. I'm and, But here's the thing. So me and Shannon are talking in English, obviously, to each other. And I told Shannon, like, Shannon, like, me and you both know if he's going to, if he turns a certain way, like, I'll jump out of the fucking car. Like, sincerely. Yeah. It's like, I know this is, like, right now he is giving us in the right direction, okay? Yeah. So then as he starts to drive, though, he ends up picking up his, his friends. friends. So this is where I started to go into panic mode because I was like, oh, shit. It was shit. two girls and, like, five French. No, men. there was, like, three. Because three. there's only, like, you know, one of those one of those. It cars. felt like 20. It felt like, no, no. Uh, believe me, this wasn't the best. This isn't the best story. So he ends up picking his friends. And then this is where I become in panic mode because now I'm like, fuck, you know? So I start to yell at him. Guard de Nord, like get me fucking there, yeah. you know, like I'm fuming, and I can tell in his French, like the way he was like kind of miming it, I could tell he was just like it is closed right now because I think he thinks that we want to take a subway, yeah, like he doesn't. Again, we we're not communicating, so I'm just yelling at him, like literally will not stop yelling at him, going Guard de Nord, Guard de Nord, Guard de Nord, you know. Yeah. So then all of a sudden he's, he's li- driving around Paris for guys. Our ride should have been ten minutes. It was like 45 40, minutes, 45 yeah, 40 minutes. minutes. So I am like so fuming, but again, we are technically going the right direction like i was aware 
aware of that. So all of a sudden he ends up dropping us off. I literally, because I am so mad, I threw money in his face and well, I jumped out. here's the thing, out. before it, I am panicking when his friends arrive in the car yeah. and I go, Kristen, if it's a red, if, if we are, if there's a red light, we ha- I'm going to jump out of this car and you're coming with me. Like I was planning an escape route. Yeah. Like I really was. Like that's how scared, like I'm, I know we're like painting it like, haha, we're okay. Oh, I don't think we're painting it, huh? Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe internally I'm like, uh, no. Trying to make it okay. No, we it were in okay. panic mode. Like, I was like, we need to get out of this car immediately. But luckily, within, like, five minutes of that panic, that's when... No, we were, like, right where we were supposed to be. Yeah. And he dropped us off at that train station. And, like, I am so mad. Like, like I'm so mad. So I threw the money in his face, and then we both get out. And we waited for the car to leave before we walked, because I didn't want them following us, like... Our location because they did drive off they didn't follow us you know yeah. but we waited a little bit before we like could see that they're not in our eye of view so they couldn't follow us in our hostel and then we got to our hostel and we passed out but it was probably one of the worst nights it was just in scary. that sense it was just scary yeah it was just like you know what like here's here's the lesson in this guys it's like like we we've been very lucky with the kind like interactions we've had so far with strangers yeah. and like granted that might have like you know put my guard down a bit you know yeah. what I mean with like you know just allowing anybody to like help us out which is which is I don't want to like disregard all the kind gestures anyone's yeah. ever given us but there's like some stupid decisions that we made that mm. night that were not okay and that could have gone so much worse than it did like yeah. we're so lucky it didn't go the way that our like imaginations thought it could have gone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You guys can imagine. Like, like we're so lucky it yeah. didn't go to that point. And, and we like, were stupid. Like I'm telling you, this wasn't a drunk decision. That's, that's why. The worst part. That's why I say to this day, it's probably my the dumbest thing I've ever like, done. It wasn't drunk and like someone was taking advantage of like my drunk decision. It was like sober in pain. It was just like a very long day. Desperation, like, desperation of wanting to get home. It was just like a lot of factors that like put us in that position. And like it's not an excuse, but it's just an explanation of like why yeah. we did what we did and it wasn't good and honestly being female and again I hate to play the gender card because it's just like I really believe like solo travel especially with females we I can empower, to encourage, I encourage it. it I'm really empowered by it and I think more women should do that I think it's amazing but you do have to be careful like you yeah. do like we are like I'm so grateful we did it came out fine and like yeah. the guys weren't that bad but I don't know. Like, it could have panned out a lot differently. And it's not a story I'm proud of, but something I want to share as a lesson to you all. Yeah. Like, we were lucky and we're fully aware of that. Yeah. Like, fully, fully aware of it. Like, we learned a lot on that trip. Oh, my God. We did. Always. Like... I mean, I, I still look back at Paris in, like, the fondest memories, but that's definitely, like, the one story that, like, I usually, like, don't like to tell people because I know how, like, anyone I say that to, like, any of our really good friends who've heard the story, they're like, that was so stupid. And I'm like, yeah. Like, no one really laughs. I mean, no I don't one, laugh no about one, it. Yeah, I don't laugh about it, but I wanted to tell the story regardless because I wanted people to be aware of, like, those choices that you make and, like, luck. I mean, don't be wrong, Shan, I walked away being so freaking lucky, but, like, sometimes people don't walk away like that. No. So, like, I just want people to be aware, like, when you're out, when you're doing things like be aware of times or like just like know like the the, the transportation you have to get home you know what I mean like there were things that we took away from that trip for sure like now all the time I'll always like look things up like that now yeah like I'd be aware of like taxis other things that like I wouldn't have thought to look up yeah like honestly something that's like really great and this is just a tip for anyone who's traveling and who wants to enjoy their night outs I'm not saying you can't yeah print out the number of your hostel print out the address make sure you always have like a because you never know I mean nowadays we can save it on our phones. You don't I know bet. if your phone will die. Make sure you print yeah, everything I always, out. Put it in a safe spot. Yeah, regardless of my smartphone today, Shannon and I always will do two things. I'll have it in 
uh, English and also in their language. Yes. I'll print it out in their language because like, I never know if people can read English. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm assuming that, you know? Yeah. So I always try to print it in their language and agreed. My hostel, everything. Like, things that I know that I have a second person to be like, call this number or like, you know, whatever. You need to talk to this person and get to this place. Yeah. Like, here it is, you know? And their safety in numbers, guys. Like, Chris and I are very lucky we have each other. Yeah. But like, don't be stupid and make those kind of decisions alone. Like, imagine if it was one girl... And, like, four dudes. Like, that's, like, a really scary situation to get out of. Like, regardless of two against four at that time, like, who, I don't know. But I'm just saying, you got to be really, really careful with your decisions. Like, regardless of how tired we were, like... No not, excuse. I will never. No I will never. never did, we've I, never done that. Yeah. Ever again. Ever since then. I, I that was my up. last dumb decision. Actually. No, it's not. That's a lie. It's not, <laughs> that's that, a lie. That's a lie. But it's a decision we'll never make again. And we're grateful for that. We can like look back and be like, whoo, thank goodness. Because we woke up being like, oh my God, like that, that was, was so, so stupid. stupid. But I mean, regardless of that moment, I do want to just say that Paris itself was just, it was an incredible um, uh, experience. I don't want that one night to tarnish it. It wasn't even that it was really tarnished because no. end of day, they did get us home. They got yeah, us home. They home. did get us home. It was just a really scary incident that I just wanted to bring up to, like, you know, keep people aware. But Paris in itself, like, the really main thing I really want to hone in on is that it was more than what we expected in the best way possible. Like, uh-huh. regardless of the ups and downs that we experienced in Paris, it was a trip that we were reluctant to go on, but walked away feeling, like, such an appreciation for the culture and atmosphere that it is and mm-hmm. kind of understood the hype of why everyone loves Paris so much. Yes. Like, I know it's also Parisians okay. can kind of have a different different uh every you know every place has a reputation mm-hmm. and some of it can be true but it kind of blew us out of the water like it was yeah. a lot more than what i thought it was and yeah, it totally. was just such an an awesome experience end of day like obviously we're alive so i'm happy that paris didn't kill us <laughs> oh my god if any city did it would have been paris no probably paris it was great though but we'll never thank god but i would go back i, I would, would. i'd yeah. go back to all these places that we've i would been to. yeah paris was honestly a beautiful city and i definitely would go back for sure yeah the place can surprise you and you never know until you go that's like the yes. biggest lesson i think paris kind of taught us but oh yeah And on that note, we want to say thank you guys so much Mm -hmm. for tuning in this week. I hope you guys really enjoyed our stories. Um, If you guys want any updates, please follow us on Instagram at the Vogel Twins Mm -hmm. for great updates. Please watch any of our Instagram stories. It has awesome behind the scenes stuff, some great footage of the things we mentioned in these stories. So guys, there's some visuals to the craziness that we mentioned, which I know is great. Um, We also, if you guys want to continue listening, please um, listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play Music, and SoundCloud. Yes. If you really enjoy, please send us a review. Give us a follow. We appreciate any and all feedback. Yes. Yes. And as the Parisians like to say, au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs>